0: squadron they called him bullets but we call him greg kelly greg kelly is on, on the, the air. air on the red apple podcast network hello
1: I forget about them all the time. Very easy to forget about them. I'm I'm sorry I do, but there are people in jail right now who haven't even been convicted of a crime because uh, they were there on January 6th. They didn't hurt anybody. They didn't break anything, so many of them. And so many of them who actually may have done something, may have done something worse. Um, Is this kind of totally out of proportion, right? I mean, they're letting murderers go. They are you, You see what people don't go to jail anymore. And they're still, it's be, they've been singled out, of course, because they're MAGA, all right? And the whole system is stacked against them. And the whole system is supposed to be designed to protect them, to protect uh, the innocent. And you're innocent until proven guilty, baby. Remember that? But right now we have collusion uh, between the Justice Department, uh, the judges, uh, the media, Democrat Party, big tech. They're all persecuting these people, persecuting them. And it's heartbreaking. It really is some of these, you know, and they were they weren't exactly well to do for the most part. Some of these people weren't rich. You know, they just uh, they felt a certain way. And I think one day they're all going to be vindicated about the election. Oh, yeah, I do. I do. It's still okay to say that. Yes, it's still legal. You know, I, I just saw Jenna Ellis. Jenna Ellis said a couple of things on a talk show and they tried to have her disbarred. Try to have her disbarred. The same thing with Rudy Giuliani. What the hell is going on? Lawyers are allowed to advocate. They're allowed to say things. On talk shows, in court, you are. And they grabbed Rudy's law license. Did you see that? It is a travesty. I and mean, you, know, We are the good guys. They are the bad guys. They are bad. They are evil, what they are doing. And this whole January 6th uh, Tucker Carlson thing, God bless Tucker Carlson. And, yeah. God bless speaker McCarthy for giving him the stuff. I know we wanted it too and it should have been online right away. I saw Kevin in the press conference today. He's a little bit too timid. He's a little bit too, you know, tiptoeing around. Uh, he's a little bit too political, all right? I mean, he's I know he cares about the country, but he also cares a lot about Kevin, all right? And uh, that's that's human nature. I get it. Um but we'll take what we can get for the time being. That that footage wasn't provided to uh, January 6th defendants? That's a crime. That is a crime. Well, some of it could have jeopardized security. Cut the crap. Just cut the crap. What do you mean? that? That needs to be vetted by federal law enforcement. Law enforcement. No, it does not. Well, the future insurrectionists could detect where the cameras are. Yeah, like in the ceiling, in the roof. Outside, okay? Everywhere, in other words. Cameras are everywhere. You know, they use that as an excuse why they shouldn't be handing over the uh, the footage to the defendants. Well, they could find out where the cameras are. Well, cameras are everywhere, all right? And probably should have had more of them. Interestingly, there's not a better camera angle um, f- where we could see more of what happened to Ashley Babbitt. How was that, huh? How is it that uh, there's a camera everywhere? And it's right by a door in the in the what they call the speaker's lobby, I believe. Right. That's a really important corridor and no security cameras. Hmm. Um, The outrage about um, why would anybody be outraged about footage on a TV show? Isn't that what TV shows do? Show footage. And um, and if you've never seen the footage before, that makes it even more interesting. Okay, maybe an exclusive. Other people may want it, but it's footage on a TV show. Yet it's a threat to democracy, cut 24.
2: I think Tucker Carlson is more destructive to American political discourse
0: than Donald Trump. And I think he's more powerful. I'm beyond appalled. I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised. We know who Tucker Carlson is. Tucker Carlson is a parasite on the body politic who, by his own admission and by the words that we're getting from the Dominion uh, lawsuit, is willing to enrich himself and his business to peddle the most insane conspiracy theories to a very small number of people who eat that up.
1: Uh, Parasite? Did he call him a parasite on the whatever, right? That's pretty tough stuff for a guy who just um, aired some footage. He aired footage. Footage. There's nothing wrong with footage. You can, And it's especially valuable if no one's ever seen it before. You know, he's really getting upset about this, the Capitol Hill police. All right. Oh, boy, are they are they fed up. Capitol police, Metro police. May I hear from Michael Fanone one more time? Michael Fanone, remember this character?
0: The indifference shown to my colleagues is disgraceful.
1: Yeah, it's so dangerous, by the way, you know. It really is. This guy with the gun yelling at Congress, yelling at elected members. That is baby fascism. The indifference shown to my colleagues has been disgraceful. Uh, He's still not over his anger, by the way. Fanon, they gave him $500,000 on GoFundMe, raised it in about 20 minutes. He's got a book deal. He has a television job. Uh, He has speaking engagements. Uh, He has a pension. He has all these things. And he's still, is he still this mad? Do we know? Do we know? The indifference
0: shown to my colleagues is disgraceful.
1: Wow. This is disgraceful. That conduct is disgraceful. The idea that you cops are yelling and screaming at elected members of Congress and you've got guns while you're doing it. You know what they're trying to do? Oh, they're undermining law enforcement. This is undermining law enforcement. The Democrat Party, you guys have been undermining law enforcement basically since the Democrat Party, all right? But especially over the past 50 years, 1960s, 70s, 80s, every step of the way, you've been trying to trip up law enforcement big time. And Black Lives Matter, that's when it really went into overdrive, right? You had no use for law enforcement, right? Oh, so racist. Oh, up with people, down with law enforcement. They're so bad. Interestingly now now they can use law enforcement because they're up there yelling at republican members of congress with guns you know i never was really that interested in the second amendment i knew it was there i was ambivalent i just it wasn't my issue there are things i got passion i'm talking about when i was in my 20s and 30s and even part of my 4 i wasn't really you know the guys I knew who owned guns, you know, they were, uh, they were good guys, but uh, they were, you know, really into guns. I was into other stuff. I just was. And I wasn't as passionate. I really wasn't passionate about the issue. I, you could say I saw both sides. That Second Amendment, it's precious. And I now know more firmly than ever before why the Founding Fathers have that there, okay? Our government has to remember it. They work for us. We don't work for them, and we have really danger signs. These are danger signs. You ever see that picture over there? Um, There's a statue. I, I talked about this before, but it hits home. It hits home. There's a great big statue of a gun at the United Nations, and the barrel is twisted like a crazy wiener package, right? It's all twisted and crazy, the barrel of the gun, so you can't use it anymore, right? It's twisted in a knot. And I remember seeing this thing when I was a kid. and like, oh, that's beautiful, right? The end of warfare. Wow, that's a beautiful thing. Uh, think about it a little bit uh, deeper. Who has the power to do that? Who has the power to take a weapon and actually render it useless? Well, the government. that, Or any kind of strong force, right, to bend metal like that. But someone's going to have a gun, right? Someone's going to have a gun. Look. If you look at the Federalist Papers and you talk to people who have really studied this, the Founding Fathers were thinking about this. You need an armed citizenry, in part, so the government doesn't get too out of control, all right? Now, I love our system. Uh, I love the Constitution, and we're not near that point yet, but there are danger signs that the government is getting totally and completely carried away. And when I hear these cops show up on on Capitol Hill and, defend, and by the way, covering up their own incompetence, There was incompetence on January 6th and or um, collusion. A little bit of both, actually. Some collusion, some incompetence, some we really want these guys, we want these protesters in the Capitol because it could make MAGA look bad. I think that's what Nancy was thinking, and I I don't think you're ever going to find a document that says that, but that's what's going on. Hey, Mitch McConnell took a terrible tumble. He took a bad fall. And uh, we hope he gets better. That's terrible. He's in. He's what is he? Seventy nine, eighty years old. That's always touchy when somebody gets uh, when somebody falls of that age. And whenever Joe falls, I told Joe many times to slow down. I don't want. I want him to die at the age of one hundred and ten. All right, of old age in prison. But uh, I want him to live to be one hundred and ten. All right, uh, Mitch McConnell and who's a, a total loser. I am sorry when it comes to uh, a, a lot of things. America First, January 6th. Now listen to this. Cut 21, please, or Mitch McConnell. Cut 21.
3: Was it a mistake by Speaker McCarthy to give access to such a causing of this security footage? My uh, concern is how it was depicted, which is a different issue. Clearly, the chief of the Capitol Police, in my view, correctly describes what most of us witnessed firsthand on January 6th. So that's my reaction to it. Um, It was a mistake, in my view, for Fox News to depict this in a way that's completely at variance. At variance. What our chief law enforcement official here at the Capitol thinks.
1: Yeah, you see, hiding behind law enforcement when it's convenient, right, hiding behind the cops, when it works uh, for them. And, hey, by the way, Fox News uh, didn't really do this, didn't really play the footage. Tucker Carlson did. Uh, everybody else ignored it. Uh, I see Brett Baer held his nose as he raised all kinds of objections, talked to everybody who didn't like it, but didn't actually look at the footage and say, hey, wait a second, holy cow, <laughs> uh, the Horns guy is being led around, escorted by cops, like they're working together. The face of the insurrection just walked by 15, 15 uniformed cops, and nobody did anything. Uh, the guy who was walking around with him, did you see my show last night? Uh, I had seen him before. Uh, I saw him in these pictures. He's got a red beard, and he's wearing a mask, uh, he has glasses, and he, he basically was uh, the horns guy's buddy all day long. All day long, he's walking around with them, checking doors. They're just in, and not like somebody's in custody; like they're colleagues. And then I hear him. I think he tells another story to HBO. Here's the cop. Here's the cop talking about, "Oh my gosh, I was so scared." Cut twenty six, please. Cut twenty six. I'm
3: the state of Arizona, right the floor, uh... Wait, no, that's,
4: oh, a-
5: that's. There's people in the Senate chambers, and that's when I noticed the shaman. Hey. I walk in behind him, and that's Stop. when I realized
1: I was alone. So this is when the shaman, uh, the horns guy, walks into the Senate. He says, that's when I noticed. That's when I noticed the shaman. Dude, you are with him all day long. We've got the footage. We've got it. I've seen you. And that's when I noticed the shaman. Well, we saw you before you got there, and you're watching. <laughs> that's when I noticed the shaman. How about that? This guy's lying. HBO, this is on HBO. One of those four hours on January 6th, a documentary. I don't care if you wear a uniform, quite frankly, all right? I mean, I am over this crap. I am over it, and they will pull it on you all the time to silence you from criticizing authority, all right? They're hiding behind cops. I wore the uniform for uh, nine years active duty, 12 or so in the reserves, okay? Yes, the person who joins the military, who joins the police department, generally speaking, is a cut above. But uh, once you hang around there a couple of years, you know... 5%, 10%, 15%, 8%, 2%, Five percent, ten percent, fifteen percent, eight percent, two percent—bad apples. All right, <laughs> and uh, people are people, and they're going to screw up. And some of them are, uh, are are venial. All right, they're 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 venial. I think the word is they're going to they're susceptible, they're susceptible to corruption, and that's what I'm seeing here. It's bad news, everybody. Bad news, and we're supposed to keep our mouths shut because they're in hey. I just wrote a book about how the left is wrong about law enforcement, Justice for All, by Greg Kelly. It's in support of law enforcement, but I make the point in the book. You can go too far in your support, all right? Remember, law enforcement, the government, it serves us, not the other way around. Now Having said that, did you see the Utah cops with the guy uh, who would not cooperate was being such a jerk, and he got shot? Now I've seen the body cam footage and I think the cops made the right call. Oh my gosh, they tr- this guy. Cops are human beings and this guy was ooh, it's bad stuff. We'll have it when I come back. Be right back.
0: Greg Kelly on the Red Apple Podcast Network. This is the Greg Kelly Show.
1: One of my favorite parts this week of the new January 6 footage Am I doing too much on the January 6th? You let me know if you're getting sick of this, but I am totally fascinated by it, how we have been lied to and the truth is finally getting out, yet people still don't want to hear it. People are in total denial, even those who know better, Chuck Schumer and the rest, uh, awful, awful people. Um, Let's see here. Oh, this is a great moment where there's a a former Capitol Hill police officer, Tariq Johnson, and guess what he did? He was wearing a MAGA hat. At the uh, January 6th demonstration, he's in uniform, he's wearing a MAGA hat. Uh, Here's why he said he wore that MAGA hat. You ready for this? Uh, Cut 27 from the Tucker Carlson Show.
0: A photo emerged of Johnson wearing a MAGA hat outside the Capitol. That picture cost him his career. Sometimes
6: I look at it and like, thank you, God, for blessing me with
5: this hat. And sometimes I'm like, wow, I wish this hat never came in my life. A Biden voter, Johnson, says he donned the hat in an effort to rescue fellow officers
1: he believed were trapped in the building. I figured if I had the hat on, it would be easier for me to
6: navigate my way through the crowd. It was um, basically self-preservation and um, de-escalation, and I needed to get up those steps. I couldn't say what would have happened walking through that crowd without it.
1: Okay. The crowd didn't look uh, that dicey to me, but... uh... When word got out about this, and there were reports very early on about a a Capitol Hill police officer seen in a MAGA hat, well, they all went nuts. Cut 28. A Capitol police officer is seen in a red Make America Great Again hat. It's unclear whether he's showing his allegiance.
2: Another one seen on video wearing a Make America Great Again hat and also
0: seeming to direct rioters uh, around the Capitol.
4: Another one was actually seen wearing a MAGA hat and directing some of these insurrectionists through the Capitol.
3: Another one who was uh, put on a MAGA hat uh, and uh, was seen directing people around the building. That is a very scary situation.
1: Very scary situation. Oh, my goodness gracious. Wearing a MAGA hat, it might come across that a police officer could have conceivably voted for Donald Trump. The guy didn't, but it could possibly be perceived that way. Oh, what a threat to democracy! However, remember when those cop- cops took a knee? Some of those cops gave in to the mob uh, during Black Lives Matter summer and just said, "Yeah, this is cool. This is trendy. This is trending right now on Twitter. Let's let's uh, let's take a knee." And I don't I, I never understood what the take a knee part is what is the take a knee thing are you objecting to the American flag like Colin Kaepernick are you simulating the stance of Derek chauvin the knee on the neck thing I don't understand why you were taking a knee but the media sure ate it up cut 30.
6: A police chief took a knee
0: with protesters showing solidarity.
4: Some officers even took a knee with protesters to show their support.
0: But among the outrage, images of hope coming out of some communities where protesters and police were seen coming together. In New York City, police taking a knee with protesters in a powerful moment
1: of unity. Also known as... Surrender. Surrender. That's what de Blasio at the time was looking for. Thanks for nothing, Bill. Be right back.
0: Greg Kelly on the Red Apple Podcast Network. You're listening to The Greg Kelly Show.
1: I can't stand it when people are uh, conned by a guy who just uh, gives press conferences, doesn't know how to do the job, doesn't know how to be mayor. Eric Adams does not know how to be mayor. Unless, of course, your model for being mayor is uh, Jimmy Walker. Mayor Jimmy Walker, remember him? Uh, Nobody remembers him. He was mayor about 100 years ago. Uh, But he he looked great. He uh, was almost like a male model, great clothes, and uh, totally and thoroughly corrupt bad guy, bad administrator. Uh, Jimmy Walker and had a great smile and, uh, and fooled people. Is that what we got here in Eric Adams? Yes. Absolutely. Now, I guess nobody in the media seems to have any memory whatsoever. Okay. None. Zero. They only remember what somebody tweeted eight seconds ago or what somebody is TikToking right now. I'm talking about the New York Times as well. It's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's kind of funny, but Eric Adams is a racist. Never forget. Cut 38, please
6: every day in the police department. I kicked those crackers
1: ass, man. I was unbelievable. I was unbelievable. Uh let's see. He's also a uh, a narcissist and a very silly person, cut thirty-seven.
6: I think that you've had a lot of mayors that did the waltz, one two three, one two three, one two, three. I do the boogaloo. I salsa.
1: <laughs> you know Ooh. Uh he's also a race spader, Uh and uh if you are not black well, we already heard he, he thinks you're a cracker, uh, and if you're not black and you're writing about him or reporting on him, well, he doesn't think you should. Only black people should be reporting on Eric Adams, apparently. Cut
6: forty. I'm a black man, that's the mayor, but my story has been interpreted by people that don't look like me. Oh wow, what
1: a what a bad break, huh, Eric? Uh, let's see here. Also. Uh, Eric Adams, uh well, you know, he needs a lot of security because there's all that white supremacy all over the place, right? White supremacy, give me a break. This is New York, all right? Is this a bastion of white supremacy, huh? Yeah, you see white supremacists all over the place. Listen to him lie like this. Cut 39.
6: My brother is qualified uh, for the position. Uh, number one, he will be in charge of my security, uh, which is extremely important to me in a time when we see an increase in white supremacy and hate crimes. I have to take my secur- security in a very
1: serious way. You want to try spelling that bonehead security? It's unbelievable. Unbelievable. Uh, let's see here. Uh, his brother was a parking attendant in Virginia. And he wanted him for a a $200,000-a-year job to keep an eye on Eric. They didn't want cops around him. He did not want cops around him. Uh, Let's see. So he's a bad guy, doesn't know how to be mayor. The city is going to hell. And every now and then, though, he'll trot out something like this. Do you know who the audience is? Fox News, the New York Post. And they fall for it because they lower their standards for Eric because he's so cute. This is one of the things he'll say to uh, get their, their juices flowing over there at 1211 6th Avenue. Cut 41.
6: The last words I said after I was sworn in is, so help me God. On our dollar bill, we have, in God we trust. Uh, every president t- touched a religious book when they were sworn in, uh, except for three. Faith is who I am. And anyone who takes those words is stating that I'm going to try to compel people to follow my religion? No. I'm a, I'm a child of God. I believe that wholly.
1: Oh, wow. Isn't that beautiful? Isn't that amazing? Isn't that? And you know what they do over there at Talks News? They say, oh, this is, a, this is interesting. We have a Democrat talking about faith. And just remember what a scam this is, okay? You heard who he is. All right, there he is. He's cleaned his act up a little bit for CNN. This is a man, one of his first acts as mayor, who says... Drag Time Story Hour is good for children. It will develop their emotional intelligence. And we will give the Drag Time Story Hour Foundation hundreds of thousands of taxpayer dollars to continue their grooming operations on children. It's happening. He says it's a good thing. He's embraced it. Drag Time Story Hour for kids. Have you ever seen? Have you ever seen how I. Present that on the show. It's, it's monstrous. It's hideous. These, these beasts, these adults who want to dress up and other, <laughs> change their gender and then hang around children. There's something up. Yeah. In addition to whatever the hell is going on in the genitalia department, there is something up. And it's sick. It really is. Hey, you want to dress up in other, people's clothes, another gender's clothes, and you're 18 and up. Have at it. Hell, I'm open-minded. I don't care. I might even Nah, maybe not. That nah, I'm
3: not going to well, we'll talk.
1: But the moment you bring children around, are you insane? Are you criminally insane or just perverted? Well, since that happened in uh May of 2022, uh, the uh, the people of Fox News don't care. They only care about their next hit. They only care about who gets to sit where on the five. Cut 42.
4: Another miracle is that Mayor Adams here in New York uh, City is standing up For prayer.
7: This is an amazing thing. This is huge. And he is upsetting so many um, atheist organizations.
4: Eric Adams, so powerful words. I hope he tells Biden. He's now one of 20 who sits on his advisory council, Mm -hmm. according to the Washington Post. Hope he shares these words. He has invoked his
7: faith, which is beautiful. I don't want to say it, but I'm going to say it. It's like the third time on this show.
1: Eric Adams is starting to impress me.
0: I like Eric Adams very much. I have been a firm
5: supporter of his. I liked him when he was a cop
1: yeah right a little bit of access and uh wow they just part of it is virtue signaling it's very much virtue signaling all right especially at a place like fox it's overwhelmingly white you know they're a little bit self-conscious about that and any opp- and new york post too any opportunity oh here we can we can uh the black mayor did something good and then the white folks there feel somehow well virtuous it's a virtue signal look at us praising the black mayor it's uh it's as crude and demented as that, Saul and Franklin Square. Hello.
8: How are you, Greg? Listen, I'm kind of sick and tired of listening to people praising Kevin McCarthy for releasing a forty thousand hours. They don't know that this is the same Kevin McCarthy who said that the killer who killed Ashley Babbitt was doing his job
1: i understand you- i saw 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 wait first of all nobody is really i mean praising kevin mccarthy i have i have pointed out you remember i was disgusted by his comment disgusted that he said the cop was doing his job kevin mccarthy has to take care of kevin mccarthy politics all right i do believe he cares for the country i also believe he's intimidated by the Capitol Police. I also believe he does want to get this footage out. However, he's, you know, look, he's got a lot. He's a politician. He's a career politician. He's got a, Who are these people who are out there praising, praising Kevin McCarthy?
8: All, all of the all of the people Fox News. Uh, no, yourself, no, uh,
1: no, uh, no, uh, they're, they're not. They're not. They're not. Too. They're not. It, they're, they're not. All right. They're not even talking about this damn thing. Show after show after show after show after show, they ignore it, and then the only one who does is the Bret Bear show at six, I think, and and they they're like it's like a fake news package. Oh, this should not have been released. This should not have been released. So I, you know, I mean, sometimes we make it up in our heads. Why are they not saying this or why are they saying this when they're actually are doing or not doing what you accuse them of doing? You know what I mean? Sometimes you get it backwards, pal sorry
8: no no I yes you do yes
1: you do Saul, i love you but you're you're wrong no, on this no. no one is out there pray- he is getting it from both sides all right he's getting it from both sides he's getting it from me i said earlier you know what i like that he did it but you know i give him a hard time about the other comment what can you do what do we expect he's a career politician all right that's what these guys are like thank you Saul. tony and clifton hello
4: Hello, Greg. So a couple of things. Oh,
1: I hate agree. it when you guys say that at the top of the call. Just say it. All right. Sorry. What's up, Tony?
4: No, I say that because you cut me off.
1: Well, I know, something. but I mean, that's why I'm more entitled. I'm, I'm more I'm more willing to. I don't lay out the agenda at a time. And that goes for you, too, Sandra. I'm getting to you in a moment. All right. Please, please, please. A couple of things. All right. Number one, what is it?
4: Number one, Jimmy Walker had his day when FDR was governor and running for president. That's how Jimmy Walker got taken out of the city. So every dog has his day.
1: Yeah, he had to, like, go to, uh, I think he had to, like, retreat to Mexico or something like that. He was almost deported.
4: He, he went to Europe, and then eventually he came back. But here's my story. When I think of the the tapes that Tucker has, I think of them two ways. One we're seeing is by People and their cases. You know, everyone hasn't has been arrested. Okay. The other piece I see is the visuals of the layout, and I would be interested in seeing how the Capitol is normally protected, like on so many different occasions, and footage of that, and footage of oh, well, what did it look like on January sixth? It always. You know, I always like to look back historically to see what's different. Well,
1: you're on to something, Tony. You're on to something. So listen to this. January 6th was only two weeks before Inauguration Day, January 20th. And I have been told by senior lawmakers that one of them told me on the morning of January 6th, one of the first things they noticed, and it just, oh, by the way, it wasn't like, they just noticed, oh, Why aren't there more, why aren't the fences up for the inauguration? Usually we have these great big fences up. Why isn't there, he was struck that the normal um, security material that they have for Inauguration Day in the weeks prior, it wasn't there yet. And he's just like, huh, it's still wide open like it normally is. Huh, huh, that's all he thought. Huh. And I think there's something to that. And um, they didn't have it on purpose. What else? So, and the
4: last thing is, One of the other times that the Capitol was attacked, and this is just going back in history, was December of 32. During the Great Depression, there was a riot on the Capitol. Yes, there was. I've
1: shown that on my show, pushing and shoving and stabbing and all kinds of crazy stuff. You're exactly right.
4: It was crazy. But as I read about it. The Capitol organized everybody outside before they could get in, and they railroaded them to one side and railroaded them to the other side logistically. But one gunman got in, and he he was, in fact, taken down by a couple of congressmen and then Fiorello LaGuardia, who was the mayor, and then congressmen. They took him out, and, and everybody else ran out. All right. So – We had people who weren't there who could have done a better job of taking charge instead of running. uh, These these men were brilliant.
1: Who was brilliant?
4: It was LaGuardia.
1: Oh, I don't I mean, yeah, look, uh, total and complete failure. But you point out very importantly that other bad things have happened at the Capitol, right? That riot back in the 30s. Hell, how about the guy who broke in and shot five congressmen in the 1950s? Five congressmen were shot in the House of Representatives. There are still little bullet hole fragments from that attack. What else happened? Two bombs at least went off there. Uh, all this nonsense about it being the worst thing since the War of 1812 or the Civil War, worse than 9/11. It is. It is a lie. It is a lie, and they tell it over and over and over again. Hey, do we have that Utah stuff yet? Do we have the Utah stuff? What? Yes. All right, here we go. Listen, thank you, everybody. Um, this is this young man is being such a jerk to the cops. He gets pulled over, and he decides I he's one of these guys who has like a, the the entire law statutes all in his head, and he thinks he thinks he can tell the cops what to do. Unfortunately, he's going to wind up dead and uh he shouldn't well i think it was a justified shooting actually in the end but this is how it starts
5: how's it going good how are you good i'm officer some... Arlington police the reason for the stop today is there's no registration on your vehicle
8: i don't need registration and i don't answer
5: questions Alrighty. righty davis fox 21 can you have a couple more ahead of my way is this back window roll down I just want to make sure that you're the only one in the vehicle. So here's the deal, man. I'm stopping you because there's no registration on your vehicle, and I'm requesting your identification. Okay? You are detained at this time, and you are not free to leave. Are you going to provide me your identification? I don't answer
1: questions. Stop, 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 stop. You see what he's doing? I don't answer questions. I don't answer questions. Now, there is a... Like uh, a cottage industry on YouTube right now of people putting out these videotapes. You know, you don't have to cooperate with the police officers. You don't have to do this. You don't have to do that. You should only, you don't have to answer any of their questions. This has been encouraged, especially since, uh, well, Black Lives Matter and they decided that cops were the enemy and we have to, you know, de- the cops were delegitimized and you got to stand up to cops because they're white supremacists and all this stuff. This is a direct offshoot of that poison. You know, we are a country and there's a constitution and there are limitations to police power and all that stuff. But in a traffic stop, it's in everybody's best interest to cooperate. And if there's questions, you know, there's a body cam footage and we can go through it. But this kid is terrible, just obnoxious. And he's wrong on the facts, by the way. He's wrong on the law. And his windows are tinted like pitch black. And he only has his window open about an inch and a half. Keep going.
5: I'm going to take that as a no that you are not going to provide me your identification. Is that is that the route we're going, or would you like to provide your identification to me, and we can have a conversation, we can discuss the laws that you're breaking, and then we can go from there.
8: If you want my identification, you will be under arrest, and you accept surety and trusteeship over it. Meaning you will be responsible for any debts that you are trying to incur here.
5: Okay, so I'm not trying to incur any debts or anything. I'm trying to investigate why your vehicle doesn't have any registration.
8: 1692, you are trying to incur a debt and legal action for something okay. that is not allowed.
5: Okay, and under so here's, here's the...
1: Traveling is a federally protected activity okay, which I understand
5: you what you're saying. In. I understand what you're saying. And what I'm telling you is that you do not have an option to identify yourself. You are lawfully required to identify yourself. Hey. So you can provide you can provide your identification to me and we can have a conversation about the laws that you've broken or you can fail to identify to me and we can go that route too. I'm perfectly okay with either way you want to go, but the direction that this encounter goes is 100% in your hands.
1: All right. We're going to show you how that ends. Isn't that kid a jerk in the in the car? Right. And you can tell the cop, you, police officers are human beings. You can try their patience, but I think they handle this thing, textbook, all of it. I'll be right back.
0: Greg Kelly.
4: Traffic jams, tailgating, pileups. Ugh, oh, the joys of driving. How could it get worse? The federal government wants to have a say in what you drive. That's right. The Biden administration's EPA is pushing mandates that would ban two out of every three vehicles on the road today. Don't let Washington become your backseat driver. Protect the freedom of driving your way. Visit energycitizens.org. Paid for by the American Petroleum Institute.
0: You're listening to The Greg Kelly Show.
1: All right, so where were we? Mid-traffic stop. That punk in the uh, BMW just giving unnecessarily a hard time to that cop, and he's wrong about just about everything. Uh, I think he was just about to get his ID. The cop is insisting on the ID, which is totally required. This is a traffic stop in Utah. It's going to end badly, everybody. Spoiler alert. All right, keep going. Sir, Utah Coke,
8: United States, Coke is a- Policy okay. which you have to be contracted and to be required to follow it. Unless you okay. provide me a contract with my wet meat signature on it saying that I'm required to follow it. Okay. Then there is so do you want you to, you you to identify
5: yourself to me or do you, you want to go a different control. route? Mm-hmm. Wonderful. Do you have a driver license as okay. well?
8: I am not in any jurisdiction.
5: Okay. Do not stop,
8: Do not detain. You are not allowed to stop me. Let me I see that. I, I didn't message. see what I'm you
5: just tried to show me. Can you show that to me again? What's this? This is
8: the passport. It says, do not stay. Up, do not pretend. And
5: if you go on the first page, kay. it says, the United States, hereby request all who may be concerned kay. to permit the Here, Here's what I'm telling you. Here's what I'm telling you.
8: Okay. Will you
5: hand that to me so I can read it? You want me to look at it through this tiny crack in your window? Not handing it to you. You're not going to hand it to if me? If I hand this to you, you accept
8: trusteeship and surety, and you are obligated. <laughs> sure, I'll accept.
5: I'll accept yeah. trusteeship if you just hand me the document so I can identify who you are because you're required by state law.
1: I am not Thank you so much,
5: plastic. Mr. Chase Allen.
1: That is not me. That is a piece of plastic paper.
5: So you have a fraudulent passport? No.
1: That Wonderful. A piece of paper.
5: That's what I'm hearing. Okay, step out of the car for me. No. Sir, step out of the vehicle no. right now.
8: I am not required to.
5: Step if out of this vehicle to right now. Step have out of the, the, the car the right car. now. Don't we'll step out of the car. We're going to break the window and pull you out. Step out of the car. Gun, 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 gun.
1: Yeah. yeah.
3: She's fire, she's fire, she's fire.
1: All right. Stop. Uh, the kid was killed. Um, it all could have been avoided. Now, he did have a gun in the car, and he was reaching for his holster. And um, (laughs) this whole thing, this whole thing about disrespecting cops and uh, not going along, just that the culture has said that that's okay. There are a million YouTubes instructing people to do what that guy just did, how you don't have to do this and how the cop has to do that. How about the reasonable man approach, huh? Hey, I'm stopping you. So many people are dying who don't have to be dying because of the media, because of uh, some crazy folks out there committed to undermining our friends in law enforcement. Sandra and the rest, I'll be back soon. Thank you.
0: This is New York's talk leader, the crown jewel of talk radio. WABC New York and 107.1 WLIR Hampton Bays. News first at 59 past the hour. 77 WABC News starts now. 77 WABC News first at 59 past the hour. We're up to 50 degrees under clear skies on this Thursday, March 9th. Good afternoon. I'm James Flippin. Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell remains hospitalized after he tripped and fell. McConnell fell at a private dinner at a
1: hotel in Washington, D.C. on Wednesday night and was admitted to the hospital, suffering from a concussion. In a statement, a spokesperson said that McConnell will remain there for a few days for observation and treatment. This is the second time that the 81-year-old McConnell has suffered the health effects of a fall in recent years. In 2019, he fell at his home in Louisville
0: and suffered a shoulder fracture, which required surgery. Correspondent Jeff Milby with that report. New York's senior senator, Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer, sending McConnell his regards. I called the leader this morning and spoke briefly with his staff to extend my prayers and well wishes. My thoughts are also with Leader McConnell's family and his team. I join every single one of my colleagues in wishing Leader McConnell a sp- in the squadron. They called him Bullets, but we call him Greg Kelly. Greg Kelly is on the air on the Red Apple Podcast Network.
1: Uh, Somebody points out a guy named Hugh. Hey, where is Mayor Eric Adams? Someone please check the various libraries where there is a drag queen story hour in progress or maybe the Met Gala. Oh, gosh, what a unbelievable disgrace. And I told everybody, I told everybody how bad it would be. Um But there are a lot of folks in the media. Number one, most are about 23 years old and they've never done anything. And they, they're just thrilled to be there. And the others are just in it for the money and the glamour. And basically, that's all about Biden and Trump right now. So they're not paying much attention to local issues. And uh they see Eric Adams perform at a press conference And they just lose their minds. Oh, my gosh. Isn't that amazing? Cut 42.
4: Another miracle is that Mayor Adams here in New York City is standing up
7: for prayer, yeah. this is an amazing thing. This is huge, and he is upsetting so many um, atheist organizations. Eric Adams, so
4: powerful words. I hope he tells Biden. He's now one of 20 who sits on his advisory council, mm-hmm. according to The
7: Washington Post. Hope he shares these words. He has invoked his faith, which is beautiful. I don't want to say it, but I'm going to say it. It's like the third time on this show, Eric Adams is starting to impress me.
1: I like Eric Adams very much. I have been a firm supporter of his. I liked him when he was a cop. Wow, isn't that amazing? They all had a nice opportunity to praise a black man. I think that was a big component of it, actually. I really do. Uh, The standards uh, are different for Eric. They are just, they're vastly different. And never forget, this is a guy who thinks that it's very good and healthy for children to hang around adults, men, adult men dressed in women's clothing. All right? Eric Adams, June sixteenth, 2022, at a time when our LGBTQ plus community are under increased attack across this country, we must also use our education system to educate. Wow, huh? This is the kind of crap that we must use our education system to educate. Go figure, huh? All right. This is where it gets uh, substantive in a very dark way. The goal is not only for our children to be academically smart, but also emotionally intelligent. Drag storytellers and the libraries and schools that support them are advancing a love of diversity, personal expression, and literacy that is core to what our city embraces. And then he quadrupled the budget for drag queens hanging around with kids in public schools. Uh, One of the many reasons why my daughters will never set foot in a New York City public school, ever. Unbelievably disgusting. And those fools over at Fox and a good chunk of them over at the New York Post to let this guy off the hook, who has absolutely no clue what he's doing, who's getting away literally with murder. I just saw something on the TV. Ooh, subway crime is down. Subway crime is down. No one's riding the subway. You know, I just started going back down there. Big mistake, that was. Big mistake. Number one, uh, (laughs) everything was pretty groovy on the train this morning. Pot everywhere. People openly smoking a joint. Some creepy guy looking at me. Somebody else hitting me up for money. I am a bit of a cheapskate, though. I stayed away from it for a year. You know what I was paying in cabs? $800 a month. That can really... (laughs) I don't care how much of money you're making or not making. That's a, I, that, I hated that, and I can't do that anymore. But my Second Amendment rights are very important to me, if you know what I mean. Isn't it crazy that um, our culture is being erased and being replaced by idiots? Uh, I think, to be honest, I never sat through the Gone with the Wind movie. Have you? Did you ever sit through the Gone with the Wind movie? Did you ever read the book? It always looked terrible to me, but it's a classic. It's an American classic. If you watch it now, you know what happens? HBO gives you a big fat warning about the content you're about to watch. Cut 35, please.
2: film represents enslaved black people in accordance with longstanding stereotypes as servants notable for their devotion to their white masters or for their ineptitude. And the film's treatment of this world through a lens of nostalgia denies the horrors of slavery as well as its legacies of racial inequality.
1: Lighten up, Francis. Uh, All right, so there's only one way to tell the story of slavery, somebody else's way. I don't get it. I don't want to get it. I also don't want to understand the psychosis that says that something like this is racist. Cut 34, please. Cut
7: 34. It's beautiful. Of James Baskin. In my way.
1: He's happy. There are birds everywhere, cartoon birds. It's actually very interesting. It's one of the first times they ever did that. It's a movie, but there are cartoon uh, figures running around as well. A regular cinematic. Anyway, uh, that was Song of the South. I was aware of this as a kid. I didn't know what I was looking at, but I knew it was nice. I knew it made me happy. That guy seemed to be happy. It's been canceled because, I guess, I'm not exactly sure why. I, I I read it five times. I don't understand why. One interpretation was he is playing a stereotype of a black man who is spiritual. Is there a stereotype that black men are spirit? I don't get. Wow, what 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 the hell is happening? So I just played you the warning that you will now get on the uh On the um, Gone with the Wind movie. You know what happened on Gone with the Wind after it was made? Hattie McDaniel, one of the actresses, happens to be black, was the first ever black woman to receive an Oscar. And I looked it up. This is her acceptance speech from February of 1940. And it's absolutely beautiful. Cut 36.
7: Academy of Motion Picture Arts and Science. Fellow members of the motion picture industry and honored guests. This is one of the happiest moments of my life, and I want to thank each one of you who had a part in selecting me for one of the awards. For your kindness, it has made me feel very, very humble, and I shall always hold it as a beacon for anything that I may be able to do in the future. I sincerely hope I shall always be a credit to my race and to the motion picture industry. My heart is too full to tell you just how I feel, and may I say thank you.
1: God Isn't that beautiful? Isn't that incredible? She actually played a slave, I guess, in Gone with the Wind. I mean, this country did have that. No one says it's good. We're not going back to slavery. But what's happening now and the lawlessness, did you see what happened to those poor people in College Point, Queens, at the Fish Village restaurant? Rampaging maniacs come in, destroy the place. Uh, Where do they get the idea that they could do that? Where do they get the idea that they were entitled to stuff? Where do they get the idea that they could just be rewarded for no work and take out their resentment violently and face no penalty? Where would they have gotten those crazy ideas, huh? (sighs) Disgusting, folks. I do worry. You know, I just said the girls are not going to go to a public school. Maybe we should get the hell out of New York and go to Idaho. Seriously, some sort of a... I I I'm thinking about it. This is my wife's not thinking about it, but I'm thinking about it. Sandra in New Jersey, hello.
2: Hello. Hello, Greg. You know, I was listening to you before and you sounded angry, rightfully so about Eric Adams. Thomas Jefferson was the one who said, If you are angry and before you speak, if you're angry count to ten and if you're very angry count to a hundred. So I was counting to 100 over this and Schumer and all that stuff. But anyway... I just thought that was interesting. It was Thomas Jefferson who said
1: that. Uh, All right. Thomas Jefferson said a lot of things. Uh, uh, (laughs) I'm allowed to criticize Eric Adams, especially on a talk radio show, especially when the most powerful network in the world is too busy kissing his ass. I'm allowed to do those things. I know you're not saying I'm not allowed to do those things, uh, but, uh, yeah. You want me to count to ten and then be angry? No problem. Okay, what else? (laughs)
2: No. So I wanted to say that last night I saw – On Tucker's show, they have the lawyer who represents Jacob Kensley. Yeah, Watkins. What
1: Watkins? I I had him on my show. I'm not impressed with that guy. How was he last night?
2: He was good. He said that it's an absolute duty to provide all the footage for the lawyer. And he said, had he had that footage, which they refused to give him, he would not be in jail today
1: well, I just don't know about that uh I'm sorry, Mr. Watkins seems like he's a pretty dizzy guy in my book uh I uh, gently tried to tell him when he was on my show uh Sir, I noticed that your client a is not breaking anything b is not hurting any- anybody and C is being exceedingly polite to all yet he seems to be public enemy number one and the face of the so called insurrection uh <laughs> why are you pleading guilty? <laughs> I ju- I was like I I just didn't get it I I I I don't I don't think he was adequately represented I don't I don't I met the guy I saw the guy I I just don't think I think the guy the guy's in jail for four years because there was plenty of evidence that showed that this guy look you saw my show I showed that the, I showed that those guys were directing him around I didn't have all the footage but I did have still pictures and other video that seemed to say that the uh, that indicated that the police were facilitating his movements. So I think Watkins – and, all. Oh, by the way, I think he's uh, – he didn't look very well, did he? You know? Didn't – right? He yeah, looked a
2: little thin and a little uh, – I hope he's fine. Yeah. I
1: hope he's fine. But, I mean, look, you've got to have a lawyer who's in tip-top shape. And I, I think Jacob Chansley was uh, not well served. Sometimes these lawyers, you know, they hold their nose with certain clients. They don't go all in. And he was hemming and hawing when he was on my show. I couldn't I'm like, dude, I mean, aggressively defend this guy. What's What's your problem? And I don't know. I think maybe the uh, the rhetoric, and uh, and the mania about January sixth, may have inhibited him. Who knows? But Sandra, I, I have what?
2: I have to find I have to find that show because I want to go back and see it on your show because I don't remember that one. But that's yeah, okay. It's out want, there. Well, it's from a long
1: time ago. It's from uh, it's two years ago. It's back before he. Uh, it's right after the insurrection. <laughs> you see, they got me saying it. Right after January 6th, which was not an insurrection. Uh, it was a plot, I think, a setup against MAGA to make MAGA look bad. But what else? All right. Anything else there, Sandra? You good?
2: Real quick, can I say one more thing?
1: Sure.
3: I
2: was disappointed to see Lindsey Graham, John Kennedy, and Dan Crenshaw, amongst a few others like Mitt Romney, not supporting Tucker. I was surprised at those speakers. I kind of liked them. Wait a a second,
1: let's go through it again. Uh, Mitt Romney, uh, Lindsey Graham, I mean, these are career politicians. They're always going to let you down. They're always going to let you down. They don't care. Uh, They see which way the wind is blowing. They'll never stick their neck out for anybody, with the possible exception of, uh, what's his name again? Crenshaw. Although I met Crenshaw as well. That guy has no... I'm sorry, but he's a, way too high on his own supply. He is arrogant. He thinks he's going to be a senator after he's president. He's already got it mapped out in his head. Uh, I don't think so, and I, I just don't think. I think you got to be bring more to the table than being a veteran, and I say that as a veteran. So I'm not. I'm not impressed with those guys. Don't worry about it. They're going to let you down all the time. Don't worry that they, they always are. Uh, but we know tucker did the right thing speaker McCarthy ha uh, you know what can you say hey sandra you are the best thank you thank you very very much zip doo da zip bidi yeah here the the whole swamp is going after tucker cut 23 kareen jean pierre cut 23
2: We agree with the chief of Capitol Police and the rye rage of bipartisan lawmakers who have condemned this false depiction of the unprecedented violent attack on our Constitution and the rule of law. We agree with uh, Fox Nation's own attorneys and executives who have repeatedly stressed in multiple courts of law that Tucker Carlson is not credible.
1: No. Tucker Carlson is the number one truth teller in America right now. And he could very well be president of the United States just because the whole swamp is insisting that something is false. If the whole swamp is insisting something is false, that means it's probably true. And this is true. And what was depicted, it was not It was shown. It was shown. This is video footage. They can't handle the substance of the footage. They can't explain why that cop was showing the Horns guy around. They can't explain uh, why Officer Sicknick was alive when they told us he was dead or dying. They can't explain it. So they just attacked the messenger. And uh, that is, that's a problem. Oops, I'm sorry. I'll be right back.
0: Whoa. Greg Kelly on the Red Apple Podcast Network. Greg Kelly. This is the Greg Kelly Show.
1: So those uh, drug cartel savages... Down there in Mexico, terrible. I'm never going to Mexico again. Uh, Never, ever, 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 ever. Went to Mexico City once in the 90s, and uh, I think that was it. Even though I lived right next door to Mexico for like four years, uh, wait, I went one time. I went one time there, and then I went to Mexico City. Mexico City was nice, but I'm not going back, especially after what they did. You know, they chop off people's heads down there. You don't have to go to the Middle East for that. They do it right there in Mexico. It's crazy. And those poor people who went down there for, uh, what did they go down there for anyway? Quite frankly, I think it was a butt butt implant, cosmetic surgery, and um, they were killed. Two guys were killed of the four in their little group, and the drug cartels are totally out of control. You know what uh, Donald Trump thought about doing? Um, Bombing the cartels. Hey, why don't we bomb the cartels? Do you think that would be a good idea? What do you think there, uh, Mike Esper? You're my secretary of defense. You know America's under attack, so maybe we could do something like that. I, uh, w- and Mike Esper's like, I, 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 I Mr. President, I, I, we, we can't use the military to defend America. Are you crazy? He didn't say, "Are you crazy?" But he wrote about it in his memoir that he was shocked at such an illegal proposition, and he tried to talk the president into um, other alternatives, like. More training for Mexican law enforcement. More money for Mexican law enforcement, right? More resources for Mexican law enforcement. Oh, better partnership in the war on drugs. You know, the same old warmed-over ideas that haven't worked for the past uh, 60 years, right? Those things, those things. How about bombing the damn factories? What a great idea. What a fantastic idea. And people are now saying... It is a good idea. But when that came to light, when Donald Trump said that, he said it privately to his Secretary of Defense, Mr. Big Mouth, Mike Esper, who tries to write a book about it and be something more in the swamp. And here's the fake news freaking out about the idea. Cut 32.
0: The
3: notion that we would strike another democracy and lie about it is so comical and illegal, it's hard to know where to be in. again.
0: Former President Trump has no respect for the rule of law. Uh, he believes he has Putin-esque-like powers. Okay,
4: these claims that Donald Trump considered
2: firing missiles into Mexico while he was president? Folks, this is why your vote matters.
1: Yeah, it does matter. And now we have Joe Biden. What is his response when... What what, what does he suggest to do with the fentanyl crisis? What does he do? He blames the other... He did, blames the other guy. Blames other people. Cut 33?
3: Well, the interesting thing is... That fentanyl they took came during the last administration.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I say a cruise missile uh, on the fentanyl factory in Mexico. Doesn't that sound fantastic? What's wrong with that? Talk me out of it. Uh, He'll be back. I'm very, very
0: confident. Uh, Be right back. Greg Kelly on the Red Apple Podcast Network. Greg Kelly is on the air on the Red Apple Podcast Network. You're listening to The Greg Kelly Show.
1: And what's going to happen to that restaurant in Queens? Very little attention for one of the most horrifying things and heartbreaking things I've ever seen. Cut 43, please. Cut 43. This is a few hours after that marauding band of uh, maniacs ruined the restaurant in College Point, Queens. Cut 43. Manager Tony Hu says the entire incident lasted about a minute. He tells us nobody was hurt, but everyone at the
4: restaurant is rattled. Seeing it, like, right here it was just really shocking.
2: And I'm really furious and kind of disappointed in the future generation on how they acted.
1: All right, so I actually think it's... A valid thing that we have to look into this, because if there's evidence that this was a hate crime, if there there was motivated by race, which uh, it has the hallmarks of that, quite frankly, Um, you know, Asians uh, going all the way, 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 way back uh, have often been targeted for their success. Oh, yes, it has happened. Just go see Al Sharpton and ask him about the Korean deli boycott in Brooklyn that he marshaled. All right. All right. Take a look at that. Uh, this has happened as Kenny Shu explained it to me. There's sometimes a resentment uh, in among certain communities of Asian American success. Could that be happening? I think it's worthy of inquiry. Don't you? I mean, whenever a hate crime, a hate crime, it could be a hate crime. There are hate crimes that don't involve um, uh, white supremacists and Confederate flags. OK, that does happen. Sheesh. Um Veronica in Midtown, welcome back. How are you?
7: Fine. How are you? Okay. Listen, I'm listening to all the talk about Song of the South, and uh, I was saying that as a child, my class teacher took us all to see the movie. And through the movie, especially near the end. I sat there with tears coming down my face.
1: It hey, was that so good? I-
7: No, it was that bad. It made me cry.
1: Well, sometimes a good movie will make you cry. You know what I mean? It's so moving. Was it so moving? Is that what happened?
7: Wait, wait. That was not the way I saw it. Because the next day when we went back to class, she told her friend, the other teacher, and that teacher said to her, why did you take the class to see that movie? So even she thought it was pretty bad.
1: Well, wait a second. Hold on a second. Now, wait, wait. What could be bad about this? Cut thirty-four, please. My mm-hmm. mm-hmm. what a mm-hmm. day. Plenty of sunshine. My now, Veronica, look. I got to admit, I never saw the whole movie, but you had to have liked that part, right?
7: Show the whole movie because I'm sitting
1: there with the class. <laughs> okay. Well, and what was, was so saying, bad about it? What was wrong? What happened?
7: What happened? Yeah. What do you mean? What happened?
1: Why well, didn't see the movie? Tell me. Well,
7: I don't understand when you say what happened. What well, what happened? what
1: what's the what movie happened? about? I mean, what's it about? What happens in the movie that's so offensive?
7: Hey, that was forever, a long time ago. You don't even
1: remember why you were offended, Veronica. Come on.
7: Well, it must be something that went on in the movie. And the, <laughs> the sad part was that the uh, elderly man that used to work for the family, the woman of the house, just merely dis- dismissed him. And I don't even know why she did it. But
1: Well, maybe we all need to watch the movie again. Look, it's no, a... F- again i don't need to cry again. <laughs> well i mean the zippity doodah thing nobody can have an issue with that and they used to play it in the background of the uh of some ride at disneyland splash ride the splash mount splashmore i think it was called i mean come on you got to admit this politically correct stuff has gone totally insane <clears throat> how about oh, no. that trigger warning how about the trigger warning before you sit down and watch uh gone with the wind could i hear that again please cut 35
2: Film represents enslaved black people in accordance with longstanding stereotypes as servants notable for their devotion to their white masters or for their ineptitude. And the film's treatment of this world through a lens of nostalgia denies the horrors of slavery, as well as its legacies of
1: racial inequality. Oh, man. I mean, Veronica, we got We got to lighten up. You know, if I wanted to, I could have a chip on my shoulder about the about uh, Black Panther. Do you see Black Panther?
7: No, I didn't see Black Panther. Well, it's actually a pretty good movie.
1: It's a pretty good movie, but there was, like, one white guy in it, and guess what? They depicted him as uptight and square and, you know, just, uh, you know, very bland and milk toast, and, you know, not a very impressive guy, and it was the one white guy in the movie. I could, I could make an issue about that. It depicted us as uh, all those things, but I don't because it's a movie, and there were other good parts I could focus on. All right. So, what's the bottom line? One
7: time they put the shoe on the other foot. One time, you know, like
1: uh, <laughs> one time they put don't the. Laugh. No, I mean, I mean, I know what, what I laugh at. Quite frankly, is I love that expression. Now the shoe is on the other foot. That's why I laugh. All right, just so you know, I. But
7: something else that you always talk about. What uh, they call it the the Black Anthem, but uh, you know.
1: Oh yeah. To, I lift,
7: learned that in
1: school. Lift all voices, right?
7: Lift every voice and sing. Uh, it's inclusive. It said every voice. It didn't say lift every black voice and sing. Every white voice and sing. It said lift every voice and sing. That's beautiful. It's then Veronica,
1: voice. it shouldn't be the, it shouldn't be the black national anthem. It should be. It should just be a great song. We already have a national anthem.
7: People give it its own title as they sing or whatever. That's not an official title. But
1: um, well, they play. They're starting to. Uh no, I mean, well, it's be, it's come to be known as the Black National Anthem, and now they're playing it at the Super Bowl. I mean, it's just, it's it's too much. It's it's wrong. We're ripping this country apart, and we're ripping it apart along racial lines. I I really, right,
7: but that's like song of the South to me because we learned that in school.
1: All right, well, listen,
7: learned that at home.
1: All right, hey Veronica, I I tell you what, I am going to watch the movie. I might as well because. Um, uh, I think I'm going to like it. I mean, I, I like that scene. I'm, I'm curious about the rest of the movie. I'll check it out. Let's stay in touch. I appreciate you calling. And, um, uh, yeah, if it made you cry, I am I am curious. All right. Thank you, Veronica.
7: You're welcome. All okay, right. bye now. Take
1: care. Um, Yeah, what the heck. I am going to watch that movie. I could probably download it. Can we still download it? All right. I hope so. I hope so. Let's do Jeff in Queens. Hi, Jeff.
3: Hey, Greg. How are you? Good. Three things I want to mention. Mm. Number one, you got Kareem Jean-Pierre in the White House mm. and Eric Adams. I think we should both get them together because you're two idiots. That's number one. Mm. Number two, I was listening to the Sid show this morning, mm. and he was tired of of the mm. whole insurrection videos and talk, Carlton shouldn't do that. But you wait, know something? What, wait, C- C- wait, 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 hold on,
1: hold, know, hold on. I want to get to understand this. Not that I care. Sid can say whatever he wants. I love Sid. It's a different show. I, I'm, I'm not going to react to what Sid said. He can say whatever he wants. He does a great job. That's up to Sid. Don't tell me. Don't call me complaining about Sid or or anybody else. All right? I'm sorry. They do their own thing. What's, what's the last thing you wanted to say?
3: Um, Ashley Babbitt. Yeah. Everybody's forgetting about Ashley Babbitt. I got the same burning sensation in my heart just like you do because that's someone's kid. As a parent, if one of my kids die, my life's over. If one of your kids die, your life's over. Somebody's life is over. So he didn't just kill one person. He killed a family.
0: Well,
1: I know. know It's terrible. terrible. I met the mother, by the way. She's a great woman, and uh, she's out there. I mean, her life's not over. It's different. It's uh, irrevocably changed, but... But she's still out there. Um, yeah, Jeff, no, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's heartbreaking. And I will never forget and do whatever I can do uh, so that there's justice in this case. And I hope, I hope one day, and actually I know it's going to happen, the United States Air Force is going to render appropriate posthumous honors to Ashley Babbitt, which they illegally deprived her um, upon dying after her death. They did not, uh, you know, she was entitled to a military funeral. And they denied her all those benefits, and that was illegal. And we're going to fix that someday. That's one thing I know I can probably pull off with enough tenacity, you know, uh, with, uh, yes, I, I, I must see that through and be of whatever help I can. Jeff, thank you very, very much. I just hope we can
3: clean house very soon.
1: All right, Jeff, thanks. And, uh, yeah, lay off Sid. Everyone calls with complaints about Sid. You know, I mean, leave him alone. or don't. I don't want to hear about it. He's a great guy. Uh, and uh, if you want, if you don't like him, you can listen to some other morning show. There are a million of them to choose from. Although uh, his is number one. Uh, all right, one more, and then we can. Uh, Eric, Eric, hi, in Manhattan. Yeah. Hey, hey, Greg. Um, you know why everyone's so crazy about this this new video from Tucker, right? I, I heard briefly, very briefly, they, they wanted a, they were looking at a civil suit against President
2: Trump. Now they have, now they have less than they have less than a case they had they had no case before now they have less than a case
1: it's like collapsing in on itself like a black hole or something you know because you know how they they're after him you know uh, yeah I do I do you're right it does undermine any civil uh, case against President Trump and it bolsters a civil case against the government against uh, the Capitol Police and I believe I believe the family of Ashley Babbitt is pursuing that. Eric, thank you. Oh, wait, i got to do one more. Ellie is standing by. Ellie from Mineola, great to meet you. Uh, I met Ellie at the Whitestone Republican Club. Great people. Hi, Ellie.
8: Hey, Greg. It was so great meeting you. My husband and I were so happy. And thank you for giving a very wonderful presentation that day.
3: Oh, my Um, pleasure. Thank you.
8: Now, before I forget, I just want to say happy second anniversary to you on WABC. Today is your second anniversary. I don't know if you remember that.
1: Is that right? Two years ago today?
8: Yeah. Huh. yeah, and then I, I called you about two weeks later, and I was scared to death to talk to you. <laughs> wow. Things have changed. It's yeah. gone
1: so fast, actually, two years ago today. Wow. Thank That's you for good. letting me know. What is today's date? March 8th? What is it?
8: It's March 9th.
1: March 9th. Okay. Uh, yeah. Now I know. Thank you. So kind. Now
8: yeah, There you go. Now you need to celebrate. Okay, now my other uh, item, um, I don't know if you've heard, but Judicial Watch just released Um their, the the results of their lawsuit, and 441,000 votes were—I'm sorry—votes uh, were removed from New York City voter rolls. So that's a big, big, big chunk. And when you look at the numbers of the breakdown, I honestly—I think in 2022, I think Zeldin and Pinion won just based on those illegal 441,000 votes that they had to remove. If all those votes. Went went to Hochul and to Schumer. That's how they won. First of all, you know. Okay, but second, you know, but also, If you're considering, you know, a run for the mayor, of course I don't want you to leave. (laughs) But if you do decide that, the voter rolls may even be cleaner at that point.
1: I'll check it out. And some guy talked to me about that thing. Uh, with the new york state votes and they actually commissioned a study and uh I'm a, yeah thank you for that i'll check it out judicial watch all right that's uh that's significant yeah it might have been monkey business with the uh, kathy Hochul election and the well the new york state election in 2020 even you know everyone focused on pennsylvania on uh wisconsin all those places but uh we may have had an issue right here in new york
0: i'll be right back thank you you're listening to the greg kelly show Is the Greg Kelly Show?
1: Hey, think of it this way: three, three of our last four presidents uh, never touch alcohol. Don't touch alcohol or drugs. Trump, George W. Bush, and Biden. Can you imagine Biden if he had a drink, uh, or Trump for that? easy uh interesting huh yeah it's if you really want to do stuff in life and not that you know, Joe's not a good example of that but uh, uh, avoid that stuff uh, societies in decline always embrace uh, narcotics uh hallucinogenics uh China going downhill you know what was the biggest thing in China uh, before the communists took over opium opium dens all over the place and now we've got our little Cannabis shops all over the place here in New York. Cannabis, oh, it's so uh, it's so holistic. People don't know what they're talking about. Terrible stuff, and it's so potent. People doing weird things. You see it on, <laughs> excuse me. You see it in these videos. Um, some of that stuff is like, what is that? K two. Anyway, here's Donald Trump on Truth Social. You know, he's out there every day talking substance, talking issues. Uh, the political press are all obsessed with, well, DeSantis has raised this much money in the third quarter, and that could be, no. How about the issues, huh? Cut 18, please. Cut 18.
3: The radical left Democrats have used ballot harvesting to cancel out your vote and walk away with elections that they never should have won. They cheat, and they cheat like nobody's ever cheated before. Many states have banned ballot harvesting to keep our elections honest and fair. But in the states where ballot harvesting is still legal, we have no choice but to beat the Democrats at their own game. It's very simple. Either we start ballot harvesting, or you can say goodbye to our country. You can just wave goodbye because Democrats would win every single election. We have to get smart, and that's why our campaign will fight back and start harvesting ballots in the states where the left has been cheating the system and hurting our country but our harvested ballots will only come from legal registered voters who are american citizens with your help we will master the democrats game of ballot harvesting and we will win back the white house from joe biden and the people that are destroying our country they're absolutely destroying america thank you very much
1: good stuff good stuff spot on Uh, I guess we got to do it. You know, he really can win this thing. He really can. And I know it terrifies the left. It shouldn't, or maybe it should because their way of uh, business will be exposed. Uh, the politicization of, uh, the justice department prosecutions and even health matters of uh, our children, the gender crap, all that stuff stops, stops. Now I know they'll try to sabotage his presidency, but, uh, this time he's going to be uh, better. He was a great president, but he'll be better. He had to kind of get up to speed on a lot of those swamp. He was a little bit naive when he got there, just a little bit, a tad naive in the ways of the world. Uh, it was just, uh, gosh, he thought that all those people went to Washington to help people, you know, help them. Uh, he kind of knew it was I, – I just don't think it was, he thought it was going to be as bad as it turned out to be, huh? Uh, tonight, I'm going to talk to an Uber driver who was beaten up by a carload of women who were upset because, well, I guess there were six seats in the van and they had seven, seven girls. And they just threw a total tantrum and they beat up this poor woman, this Uber driver. And I saw the video and I'm like, we got to reach out to her and see if we can help in any way. So uh, that should happen tonight. Uh, what else? Oh, Matt Gates is going to be on the show. Matt Gates and folks, if you uh, if you like, uh, if you like the Newsmax show, if you like any of the content, I do highly encourage purchase of my book. You can get it on your Kindle. You can get it uh, in book form and you can get it audio version. Uh, Let's see. It's called Justice for All. How the left is wrong about law enforcement. You know, (laughs) Uh, A big chunk of this book, because so much is about race, is about race, to be honest. And we've been having a foolish conversation in America for a long time. And I say it's time for a serious conversation. It might be uncomfortable, uh, but it has to take place. And right now, the left, they dominate that conversation, and they create the rules. You can't say this. You must say that. Screw all that stuff. We're going to say what we're going to say. And by we, I mean Americans who believe in America, all right? People who believe that the constitution is not inherently racist and all that nonsense, okay? Now we may make some mistakes and it is a bit of a minefield, uh but we got to start. We got to start. We must. All right, I'm almost out of time. Shani, Sh- Shani, you been on hold? Hello?
4: Oh, hello. I'm so so happy to speak to you. I called you some time ago and told you God made me, God loves me, God is with me for your daughter.
1: Yes, it was very beautiful. Thank you.
4: Thank you. And I was eating my raspberries and cottage cheese and thinking about when I was a little girl in Kansas, and I saw a song of the South, it filled me with joy and hope. I don't remember a single part of me thinking I should look down on that man singing that song ever.
1: Yeah, our friend Veronica called. I think she she can't remember why she didn't like the movie. It brought her to tears. Usually good, effective movies bring us to tears. Um, yeah. You know? All right. Well, yeah. very beautiful, Shawnee. All else is good?
4: Oh, yes. Thank you so much, especially because I'm speaking to you.
1: Oh, you're so nice. Thank you, Shawnee. Um, Thank you for and everything. You bet. You bet. Ooh, it feels good. Tomorrow's Friday. And I'm sorry, I hate to do this, but there are two people who have been on hold for a million years. Uh, Alfred, yeah? Hey, hey,
6: Greg, nice to talk to you again. Um, I just wanted to say that the, the election was rigged. January 6th um, was a setup. Trump is the man, and I hope he makes a comeback. And I want to talk about the um, tinted windows on those vehicles Yeah. when cops make traffic stops. Yeah. And these kids that think they're like their own lawyers, they couldn't they
1: quote the law. Yeah, you know, I know. It's dumb. it's dumb. It's dumb. It's dumb. Hey, listen, great points, Alfred. And uh, I hate these numbers. They get so high. Robert, very quickly, if you don't mind, from Suffolk County. Hi. Hi. Parents have to protect
7: their kids. When they're being taught to hate and discriminate, that violates their civil rights. When they're being shown movies with nudity best disseminating indecent material to minors.
1: I agree. We must protect our children, whatever you want, after 18, okay? See you tonight.
0: The Greg Kelly Show.